FM Stereo. Well, Talking Point continues, and uh, well, I, I mentioned earlier on uh, there is going to be a xenophobic conference taking place. I'm just trying to get my guests to get settled in, and uh, while well, Abida sorts that out there, we'll be finding out more about this conference, and then also, but I, I want to focus a little bit tomorrow on Youth Day, um, and I'm certain many of you, like me, was around in those days, those dark, dark days, and I remember so clearly, although it is now marked on the 16th of June. And I remember Hector Peterson Young, Hector Peterson, that's gone down in history. They even got statues up for him when he was shot and he was carried by his colleague, uh, two of his colleagues that um, got him away. And he, he tragically died at a very young age. And then I also remember the Trojan Horse incident. Was it in, um, in Athlone? Uh, there's a memorial up as that. So many young people have paid the supreme price for... You know, whichever way you look at our freedom today, whether it's warped or whether you are happy in what we've got, um, but there are many young people who, who died during those days. So although it's being celebrated on the 16th, but it started well before that. I remember, I think it was around about the 7th or the 8th of June. It was a high school in Soweto, um, name just escapes me for a minute, where the first discussion took place among students. And this was the apartheid government wanting instruction at schools to be in Afrikaans. You can just imagine the language of the oppressor, of the then oppressor, to be forced down into the throats of our young students then. And that really started it all. But it really erupted on the 16th of June. So tomorrow, it's uh, it's a day that we need to reflect. I know many is probably going to um, take life a little bit easier. It's a holiday. A public's been declared a public holiday. Um, but keep it in mind, you know, there are parents tomorrow and families that those young people left behind that will be mourning them tomorrow. Uh, and so just and this is why I've, I know of many programs that will be taking place around Youth Day tomorrow. I also said that tomorrow will be a community conference for action to combat xenophobia. It's going to be taking place at Islamia College on Youth Day. That's tomorrow. And our various organizations like the Muslim Refugee Association of South Africa, Islamic Relief, the Kaf Trust, Medina Institute and the Palestine Museum will be in attendance. Well, I've now got a couple of guests joining me in the studio. Uh, I think uh, Nuruddin Senpa. Nuruddin, salam alaikum to you. Have I got the surname correctly? Sempa? Yes, Sempa. That's Sempa. the right okay. pronunciation. Okay. Yeah, I got it right. And you are from which country originally? I come from Uganda, East Africa. Mashallah, yeah. from Uganda. Yeah. Okay. And then I've got a lady, I think Fatima Hendricks. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I, I thought it was going to be a telephone link up, and we, we weren't aware that you were waiting downstairs till the security alerted us now. But shukran for joining us now. Uh, you know, I want to kick off Fatima, or shall I start with you, Nuruddin? When we look at. Um, the conference for tomorrow. Tell yeah. us more about that. Yeah, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. As-salatu as-salamu wa rasulullahi abad. First of all, I thank uh, VOC for giving us this opportunity to talk about this uh, conference, the Xenophobia Conference, which will be held tomorrow, uh, June 16th at Islamia College Auditorium. Uh, it is uh, convened by Murasa um, Refugee Center and other organizations. So what happened that Murasa has been operating and one of its objectives is to, uh, to, uh, to, pro- uh, to make cohesistence between the uh, South Africans and the migrants. So some of the issues which came out from the local community and even uh, the migrants is that there are these issues of racism, 
of xenophobia, uh, which we feel that could be talked about. Mm. And uh, uh, several people approached us, and also we have, we are executing our programs, we have identified this, and then uh, we partnered uh, with uh, various organizations, and then we contacted local sheikhs, and then community leaders, and then uh, that's how we came up uh, with this conference, which will be held tomorrow. Yeah, Nuruddin, because I remember clearly um, 2008, Mm. When we had that horrific one, yes. and I remember being called out to a mosque in Balvo, it was mostly Somalians, and yeah. I was I was shocked. Yes. Hundreds and hundreds of them, they'd fleed from all over the, you know, even the rural areas in Cape Town. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, I would never want to see that in my life again. Yeah. That, uh, you know, foreigners to our country could be treated that way. And yeah, unfortunately, it happened all over again. Yes. Fatima, I'm going to ask you, who's going to be present tomorrow? Are you able to share that with us? That's Shukran once more for your time. Yeah, no, thank you. It's <laughs> such a pleasure. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim It's really a um, wonderful opportunity to be here. Um, one of the exciting things about tomorrow, it's actually a community conversation. So we have a balance between um, speakers like from the South African Human Rights Commission and uh, UN High Commission for Refugees. We have a Skype link up with uh, Islamic Relief in the UK. We have other wow. really exciting local speakers like Sheikh Sadullah Khan, etc. But the, um, and Dr. Nagia, um, Anwar Nagia, and, and some of the other speakers. But the, the bulk of the conference is really about getting con conversations going within mm. the community. So we have people coming from Kailicha, we have people coming from Belleville, from surrounds, where we're getting people to um, work in groups and actually discuss what xenophobia means to them, what are some of their life experiences around xenophobia and racism in our community, and some of their suggestions on um, the way forward and some of the um, things that we as a community should be engaging in. So that's what makes this really unique because it's a combination of voices from the field, you know, voices of experience, voices of reflection, voices from the faith community, um, you know, all coming together to really um, try to get conversation, real conversations going in the community about how we as a community can really work towards um, unraveling this big conundrum. Xenophobia. I often remember, <coughs> I haven't been there for a while, but going to Masjidul Bilal in Kailicha. Yes, back there. subhanAllah. And in those years, a good couple of years ago, when on Sunday I would go there quite regularly, and it was like meeting the African Union there. Yeah. Our brothers from various parts of Africa. Yeah. Mm. And I remember once uh, this brother said to me, you know, but Jamil, they threw me off a train. They robbed me and they threw me off a moving train. And I thought, wow. You know, Sheikh, we, we, in fact, we, Brother Nuruddin and myself and uh, another brother, Mohammed, we actually went to Kailicha recently just, um, you know, and Vic, the community from Sayyidina Bilal Masjid will also be there. So we're very happy to also have Sheikh um, Ismail and Kunyana on board. So it's really about galvanizing um, the community to talk um, with each other to come to, uh, you know, some kind of um, understandings. Mm. And it's not an end in itself. So, um, no. you know, there's ongoing conversations that need to happen. Um, so it's definitely not once off. I don't want to uh, because if I can chip in there, like yeah. uh, if you're talking of xenophobia, like it happened in 1998, it happened in 2000 mm. and in 2004, then 2008. Yes. Then recently, so it is reoccurring. Re so there are some issues which uh, which are boiling mm -hmm. in some people's hearts. So if uh, we open this this discussion, and then yeah, these discussions, as she has said, that they can go on after the end of the conference. You know, beautiful. Many times, Nuruddin people would say, ah, you know, 
um, look at sheer criminality on what's happening to foreigners. Others would again say, oh, but they're coming here, they're stealing our jobs and, mm-hmm. and, um, and all of it. How do you respond to when you, <laughs> when you get that tossed your way? Yeah, uh, th- that, is, that is true. There are these issues which come about, like uh, issues of jobs. Uh, but uh, also, like, if you look at, because one of the presenters here, uh, she will be from the uh, the South Africa United Nations High Commission for Refugees. Wow. Um, I happened to, at- to have attended one of the conference, which took place uh, some two weeks ago, and there was interesting statistics which the, that gentleman gave about uh, the contribution of uh, refugees and migrants to the local ec- economy. So they made a study in uh, Free State and then uh, in uh, Pretoria. So they are making the they are making I mean like this was data which was coming from the field and then they are showing some local people for example how they 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 employ the local South Africans and also how the local South Africans some of them from township how they are struggle who who struggle some of some of them with foods for example how they they support them before they could get their end of month salary and this statistics was very interesting you could see actually a significant impact where these um, uh, migrants uh, work so you find that some of the negative attitude comes about when there is no maybe no information lack of information so part of this uh, the part of this the the objective of this this conference is to bring out that information and we put to the fore such that people can know that for me i come from uganda i came here to study mm-hmm. And one of how I came approached by Marasa, um, how I come across it is by the work it was doing. I have, for example, skills permit in marine biology, which uh, contribute to the country. There are a few marine biologists here. Also within wow. the, uh, the, the, the foreign national, they have got different skills. And uh, it is true, like uh, they can be uh, looked as people who can take the locals' jobs. But what is also true is that they make a great, a great, great impact to the economy in terms of uh, their skills and in terms of like cultural exchange. Because part of the uh, the conference activities art and cultural exchange. So we have uh, paints and arts. Uh, some of them from African can painters which I mean communicate a lot because at the end of the day we are humans and this conference is interesting that it putting in the faith component of it and Islam talks so much about the rights of refugees how should be protected I was with a group of students not too long ago <laughs> and the one student said to me but what does it mean why don't they go back and sort out their countries they fleeing mm-hmm. from those countries we know it's difficult I said hey our leaders were also in exile for many years. Mm. They were hounded, so it's nothing strange, but uh, it doesn't mean that uh, when they're here that we need to kick them around. Fatima, I, I haven't asked you, which organization do you represent here? I'm a freelancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually a student at Medina Institute. Oh, beautiful. So um, I'm an occupational therapist, but um, yeah, I, I like facilitating and trying to work with different kinds of organizations. So yes. Um, but you know, um, w- one of the things that I think is also we need to put on the table here is the subject of racism. Because, you know, it's fine and very comfortable for us to talk about xenophobia, but there are significant issues around racism in our community that also extend into classism about uh, classes, um, you know, and the barriers of, uh, you know, communicating across those those barriers that we've created. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that some of those themes will also emerge because, um, you know, within our community, I think those are really very real conversations that we need to have with each other. So, you know, we are talking earlier about, like, for example, the masjid in Kailicha. Mm. 
it is incredible that in a situation of such incredible wealth in the Muslim community, we have a masjid that really needs support, that has windows that are falling you know, off, that is totally neglected. And, and this rests on my shoulders. It rests on your shoulders. You know, we are accountable for that. So we bear witness to it. And, and therein lies the responsibility. So, you know, those are the kind of conversations, especially in Cape Town, where we live in two different worlds, oh, you no. know, completely in, 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 in extreme. Mm. Mm. I can tell you beautiful stories about the masjid uh, in winter. <laughs> the carpets were wet and we were there one night and uh, there, there was no electricity. It's pay as you go. And as we went to make a shire there, we delivered carpets. It was pouring with rain. And as we walked in, I heard this murmur. And I found a young boy sitting, about 16 years old, at one of the windows because outside they had those massive lights and the light shone in and he was reciting Quran in a, <laughs> on a damp carpet in a dark mosque, 16 oh. years old. I tell you. Sure. Now, tomorrow I mentioned some organizations that's mm-hmm. going to be, uh, is it open to the public? Oh yes, definitely. So we have a website. Um, it's xenophobia. So people can go and register, get more information there, but it's open to the public. So you're welcome to come. People are welcome to come in and spend the, the spend the, the day with us. You can it's even not. come for a, a few hours. Um, it's going to start promptly at nine o'clock. We have registration and tea at around half past eight and it starts at nine promptly. And then um, we'll um, go until about four o'clock, inshallah. Four o'clock, inshallah. Again, just wrap uh, all the organizations that's going to be there. I've got a couple that I mentioned there Islamic Relief, Calf Trust, Medina Institute, you represent them, the Palestine Museum, um, the uh, Muslim Refugee Association of South Africa. That's just some of them. Yeah, Muslim Views. Yeah. Muslim Views is. Yes, no. VOC will be there and mm. other. Yeah. Gotta be there. IT- ITV. Yeah. ITV, yeah. ITV will be covering the event. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ITV. TV will be covering the event yes. as well. Anybody wanting to know more? How do they get con- uh, make contact with you during the day? Yeah, uh, tomorrow being a public holiday, we can give my uh, my uh, cell number, uh, which is because uh, will be the one who will be doing the most of the work on the ground, which is zero seven three. Got that? Nine two mm-hmm. one four. Oh, wait a minute. Zero seven three. Yes, nine two. Yeah. Uh, one four one four five double six five double six. So anybody wanting to find out more, give Nuruddin a call. It's oh seven three nine two one four five double six. Yes, that's the number. Yeah. Nuruddin, I've just been told I got to wrap it here. Okay, my stint is done now. Nuruddin Sempa, yeah. and uh, also to Fatima Hendrik. Shukran for being here. Everything of the very best tomorrow. If I can't be there, I'm certainly going to be listening in. Shukran, Shukran Kathir to you and Afwan. the listeners. And I say to you, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, that's also a wrap from me, Jamil. Now, remember, it takes place at the Islamia College, and it's going to start at 8.30's registration, 9 o'clock it starts, and it runs till approximately 4 in the afternoon. You are invited. From me, Jamil, my thanks to Abidah Muhammad Dixon. I'm out of you, and I say to you, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A lekker aand Talking point. Getting you talking. Talking point on ninety one point three FM stereo.